Welcome to Talent Republic. My name is Vlado and I'm your elected representative. In this episode, I would like to talk about management. I hope it will be useful for everyone who tries to understand what management is, how it can be improved, and what does it mean to be a manager in an organization. I believe that management is the most important skill which humans have invented. The ones that are managing things are the ones that are shaping the world. From corporate sector to public sector, those who have presented themselves, or better say achieved to become leaders and managers, are the ones which have the most power. I'll start with a basic building block of any company and management. A process. Processes are created by having someone more smart who then created some workflow of tasks which is what process basically is and helped someone who is let's say less smart to do their job efficiently, to reduce mistakes, be faster, to know what to do. A process is a series of steps and decisions involved in the way work is completed. We may not realize it, but the processes are everywhere. Processes are management of those steps or tasks. This is important for any organization, because people are not required to constantly innovate or change the way they do their jobs. Why is that important? Because it's demanding for your carefree brains to constantly try to find a new way to, to do the same task. So rather, you work within the process, at least until someone introduces a change in that process. For most jobs, this means some predictability, making sure steps are completed and conforming with the rules, legal one or internal or made-up rules, as I like to call them. With time, we have come to understand that things change and processes need to change as well. So we invented all sorts of best management practices about managing processes or work itself. Those practices are, for example, total quality management, lean management, Six Sigma and similar. The process should result in some output because the process is the sum of some tasks that execute something. And basically the processes are what? Managing your organization and work. This is the best we know to ensure that a complex system as a company accomplishes some goals. So, the essence of management is to ensure optimal process execution and output. Okay, but then there are many, many layers of management as well. Let's take this example about running a company. The essence of a company is to get customers or buyers. To be able to get customers, Companies need to provide something of value to the market. That could mean some kind of product or service. Around that product or service and that value delivery, companies create strategies. But who creates strategies? Management, right. Meet leadership as a new term in this episode. So leadership is the ability of a company's management to set and achieve challenging goals make good decisions, outperform the competition, the competition inspire others to perform well. To create a strategy, it means to have a plan, 
and the goal to position your product or service on the market. Let's say your strategy can be to be the cheapest, to be the most innovative, to have the fastest delivery, to have the best customer service or something else which could be your strategic advantage and could define your approach to market. Let's reimagine how we approach work and management. Employer brand will be at the heart of this podcast, but we will try to explore other roles and rules by which companies are governed today. The goal is to make you, my dear friends, feel the excitement about new ways of making an impact at work. Okay, so now, now that you have customers, you have a product or service which delivers value. You start having business transactions. Each business transaction involves certain processes which need to be done based on the delivery of product or service your business model requires. For example, if you have a iPhone application and you sell it on iTunes, you have to set up certain processes and fulfill certain requirements from Apple that you can deliver that app to your customers. Each time customers customer buys an app, you have to make sure the app is up and running. For example, IT processes should be in place. You have to book revenue from that sale and you have to process that invoice into your accounting department. Then you have to have some kind of customer support in place. If a customer needs your support, your agents need to know how to solve customers' problems. You want to make decisions based on data in your business. So you implement all sorts of reporting systems which enable you to understand your customers and business. A variety of tasks will arise out of this simple iPhone app. And those tasks will sometimes create a process and lead to standardization of work. In another example, if you sell bottled water, you have to have some kind of production line or outsource someone who has one. You should make legal agreements with retailers or other venues where your water will be sold. You should have a warehouse and processes around how the bottled water is delivered, labeled, branded, stored, etc. Then you should have some delivery system in place or again outsource someone who can do that for you. If you have your own delivery service, you should buy it or lease trucks, optimize delivery routes, comply with all the regulation in that segment, and the list of tasks goes on and on. What I'm trying to say, so when you have all those systems within your company which enable you to do your business, all these systems need to be managed. This is how everything starts. We take tasks, which then grows to 200 or 500 other tasks in order to produce something or deliver some service. Tasks can be joined into process to standardize the workflow and ensure similar quality is being delivered every time the process is repeated. So process is just a sum of several tasks. Each time a new employee joins in, you can show them how the job is done based on the processes you have created. That all makes sense, right? Okay, but that's when competition kicks in and shakes your world. If you do not adapt and improve to to new market players, you might go out of business pretty soon. Who's to blame for that in that case? Well, again, management or leadership of that business for failing to improve in some segments or implement change. Other important aspect is managing investments and profit, which is probably the second most important business goal after having customers. But I'll talk about that in some other episode. 
Let's see now why is management so complex. So management has many layers which should be addressed, meaning what's the scope of management in general? So firstly, there is a strategic layer where leadership has to define what are the products, services, markets and models by which you will try to achieve revenues and market success. What are the industries in which you want to play? It needs to ensure the long-term survival of your organization. Strategic management guides the company to move in a specific direction. It defines organization's goals and fixes realistic objectives, which are in alignment with the company's vision. Strategic management assists the organization in becoming proactive rather than reactive to analyze the actions of the competitors and take necessary steps to compete in the market. It acts as a foundation for all key decisions of the firm. Then we can talk about organizational management layer. How are you going to structure your departments? What do you need to succeed or outperform the competition? How are you going to improve your processes under each department? Who is responsible for what? What is the hierarchy of our organization and how you make decisions and at what speed? What are all the resources needed to ensure high quality functioning of all departments? And of course, the big one, how do you manage change? This is the topic of bureaucracy and complexity and costs building up over time. Then there's process layer of management. So if we go on a lower level construct, processes, managing the way of doing things and achieving results. Sometimes you have to have a process due to some regulation or to ensure quality is at a certain standard or just simply not to have mistakes in your work. If you have a process about purchasing things in your company, if every department has its own purchasing logic, it might get really inefficient for your company to separately order, for example, computers for each team at different point in time. You don't if you don't have a purchasing department, then a lot of the money could be wasted as well. So there's a process in place so that everyone in the purchasing department has the goal to basically optimize spending to make sure everything is done by the procedures and with minimum risk that you buy from companies which are ethical, which will deliver you the service or product with good quality, that your company has the possibility to track what is being purchased and similar. Then if we go down one additional layer, there is task management. The task management should be aligned with company's goals and projects and represent all the work that's needed to be done to achieve desired objects. Management of tasks should lead to improvements in execution of tasks. If you understand well, where I'm going. So for example, if there's a strategic need that company decreases returns of its products from customers, then certain analysis should be done at task level and decisions about what can be done better, what can be invented or changed, which tools can help, should we make them by ourselves or buy those tools on the market, and similar analysis should be made in order to improve such process. So task management aims to optimize how is work being done and the output it should produce. This is very important segment as roles within the company or job descriptions are based on the tasks you need to do on that job. And what's important, based on the complexity of tasks you need to do, you, you need to have certain skills in order to be successful doing those tasks. 
Okay, and then we have the holy grail of management, the people management, as additional layer which became extremely important. So why is people management so important these days? Well, firstly, it's because the jobs are getting more and more complex and the work done by people has higher impact on business success. When most relevant management theories were invented, people were less important to the overall business success. The complete industries have emerged only due to human inventions and creative power. I'll discuss more about this topic in the next episode. So what are companies doing well and what are they not doing so well? Okay, so companies are doing well, they have some kind of organizational structure. They have processes in place, they have defined job roles, management systems in place which ensure data are, is collected and analyzed. They in general have higher level of security, you are not risking your life if you are doing some work at a certain company. Companies are doing well at managing administration and in general they do well with the sp spread of responsibility across the organization. There's always someone to blame for something. What do they do poorly? Well, some of the things which companies are not doing so well are some of the most important things for companies. So they mainly struggle with innovation, with people management, people development, performance management, with managing the change with, with the speed of decisions they make, with making work more simple and meaningful. Hopefully I'll discuss this in more details in some other episode. So what's bothering me? The majority of managers just come into that position by not having clear understanding that their level of impact is very high. From my experience, majority of new managers don't even know what their job is. You take the responsibility with hopes you will manage yourself somehow. The support in many organizations is very weak, even despite of management development programs. In essence, you often learn from some other colleagues which haven't learned what is management about and then they make their own interpretations and advices which again, you as a new manager only adopt partial, with partial understanding. So a lot of confusion gets created just because people in essence don't quite understand each layer of management. Of course, there are many obstacles into being high-performing manager. You will have to struggle and fight for the resources, for the budgets, for the additional people in the team, for new tools you want to buy, for some strategic initiatives or projects. Sometimes you will have to fight not to get additional job. Not to mention you will have a tough time when the results become lower than planned and it will happen by default. You cannot avoid those periods. This is why it is very important to understand all those layers of management within your organization. I would be happy if this made it a bit more clear and feel free to share this with your managers, of course. My final remark will be discussed in some other episode, but I'll end this one with an important idea. I believe we have to change the manager's job description. As mentioned throughout this entire episode, this is just too much work and at majority of those tasks mentioned, we as people are very bad at. So let's hope we'll invent some new management roles and models of managing work in the future. This is my dog barking. <laughs>
I love him. I'm going to cuddle him now. Bye.